Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to another fine broadcast of the Fence and the Nose Guys program. Our show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can visit them online, townandcountrysolutions.com. You can visit us online, btgprogram.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at btgprogram. I'm here with Zach, Darren, and Pastor Shane. It's been a good week for everybody. Hope it's been a good week for you. It was a real good week. We don't like to cover middle school sports very often, but we're going to do it this week because there was a great story coming out of Lincoln Middle School where a young lady, an eighth grade cheerleader, has Down syndrome, and the entire basketball team from Lincoln Middle School went off the court to get some folks who were in the stands and they were ridiculing her and picking on her, and they went and uh, tried to get their sports director to talk to the people and get them to stop. So the king of the defense of this young lady, nice eighth graders, middle school basketball team, understanding it, getting it right. Restore some of my faith in humanity. I'm actually really happy to hear about. Yeah, that. you don't like, you know, we're not going to cover eighth grade basketball very often, but I thought all eighth graders were evil, so they proved me wrong. That's no. a good story. I'm, that that makes me happy. It really does. You guys ever get hassled in church? You ever, oh, yeah. You ever settle in and, and feel like, oh man, I just. I'm out. Well, Gary Hughes is a scout for the Boston Red Sox. Now, he goes to church. He goes to church in Northern California, and when he showed up for church, he settles in. The parish priest told the congregation that not only was Hughes in attendance at church, but that he was the scout to blame for Pablo Sandoval signing with the Boston (laughs) Red Sox. The congregation proceeded to boo him in church. (laughs) You're not doing church right. Well, apparently there was one guy, one young man, turned around and whispered to the scout, Hughes, that he was a Red Sox fan. So everybody but this one person (laughs) was booing him in church. You ever get booed in church? Not booed. I've come close a few times with some of the messages (laughs) I've preached, but never actual boos. How about you, Pastor Shane? You ever get booed off the pulpit? No, no, I haven't. But well, this it, guy wasn't even on the pulpit. He's just sitting in the <laughs> congregation. Accord, according, sounds, sorry, according to Zach, you should have been booed after your first uh, message you ever preached. Everybody should be booed after the first <laughs> message that they preach. New York Yankees, for whatever reason, are letting soccer be played in Yankee Stadium. The cathedral that is Yankee Stadium. Travis. The uh, wonderful stadium that it is is going to be desecrated by soccer players for the whole season. The brand-new team, NYCFC, is making Yankee Stadium their home until their stadium is built. Mark Teixeira, concerned about the condition of the infield, says, quote, it's going to suck. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. He pretty much summed it all up right there. I mean, why would you play Why would the Yankees do that? Do they need the money? I don't understand. Why, Why would you have them play that? Now, here's what NYC FC coach Jason Kreis, maybe I said that wrong, he told the Daily News, I could turn it around and ask the Yankees if they'd take care of the field for us. Uh, uh, no. no, it's not called NYC FC Stadium. It's called Yankee Stadium. You pay all these players. You remember, you know, you don't remember, but you know the story, Mickey Mantle and the 
uh, the water spigot out in the outfield. He sprains his knee. But I suppose we have to have confidence in the grounds crew at Yankee Stadium. Those people are professionals. They're going to do a good job. They're going to take care of the field. It's going to be fine. It just seems like there's got to be other places for them to play. And if I'm the Yankees, I don't want my players, my ball players, who I'm paying such a large salary to, worrying about the field conditions. I just want them getting ready for the season, worrying about baseball. At their age, the Yankees have enough to worry about and staying healthy. They don't need to be worrying about the field they're playing on. NYCFC just played their first game. They played Orlando one day last week in Orlando. And I don't, does anybody know, did they win that game? Do you know? According to the league website, it was a dramatic 1-1 draw. <laughs> <laughs> Go soccer. A dramatic 1-1 draw. But are you guys with me? Would you have done this? If you're the, if you're the Yankees, if you're in the stadium, I know it's a, I guess they're part owners of the team, so that may have something to do with it. There's gotta be another, Field. I mean, I, I, I don't get why Yankees. No, in all of New York City, there's, that's it. There's that's only, it. That's the only. <laughs> there's no other field. Soccer, baseball field. Can't that they, they just can... run around in Central Park or something? Like, do they have to, have to play there? Yeah. No move. One... Yeah, that's what you got to. Zach, I think you're onto it. Get some of the people laying out on their blankets. Just kind of, <laughs> hey, you guys all move out. We need a little bit of room here. We're gonna, we're gonna play soccer. And all our soccer fans, all of them, the three of them, are gonna watch from <laughs> on that side. Yeah, the only time soccer matters is the World Cup. Although, I, I wonder how many people were at that game in Orlando. Apparently 60,000. No, look, come on. Look at our guy, Zach. He's got that stuff right there. 60,000 people? Now, that's the first game. I mean, it, let's see at the end of the season how many they're selling. Well, here's the thing about that. They are saying that that stadium is sold. They've got these games for NYCFC sold. They are opening up different parts of Yankee Stadium because they have sold a ton of tickets for these games. Soccer is taking over the United States. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, because I just made that part up. Oh. Not, 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 not the part about the seats, the part about oh. soccer taking over. But it is pretty no, impressive that they sold it. You're listening to Benson and those guys. Coming up later in the program, we're going to talk to Chicago Cubs outfielder Chris Coglin. Darren's going to have his unreasonable rant. And in fact, this week, Darren's going to share his testimony, how he first came to Christ. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. GT Youth Baseball is registering for its 2015 season. GT has divisions to accommodate boys and girls ranging from ages 5 to 15 years. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning May 2nd and continuing through June 27th. Some age groups will have a weeknight practice time as well. All games are played at the beautiful GT Sports Park in Hilton. The baseball programs offered through GT Athletics teach baseball in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info. Hey, you know what else GNT has? Men's softball, and registration is open for that now, too. All the games are played on Monday nights. They're all at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton. Season's scheduled to begin May 4th, conclude August 3rd. 
There'll be two practice nights, April 20th and 27th, so long as the weather holds out so you can get out there, run around a little bit. Registration is only $60 if you act now, but you got to act now because the discount rate is scheduled to end March 14th. After that, the price is going to jump. Registration ends completely April 12th or when the program is full. If you have a group of guys you want to play with, the registration form allows for that. Put all their names down. G&T will try their best to keep you guys together. Now, they will stop short of guaranteeing that because they want to keep a competitive balance in the league, but they're going to do their best. If you're just that lone wolf or maybe you and a buddy want to play, GNT will find a team for you. He'll get you on. There's a bunch of guys like that. Go to gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info and find yourself over to their softball page, GNT Softball. Registration open now. With all the snow and ice this year, a lot of people are having problems with water leaking into their homes. They're finding water in their kitchens, damaged drywall, and ruined floors. If you have this problem, call Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling at 490-4027. They will remove the snow and ice from your roof and gutters to prevent further leaking. And they can take care of any damage the water may have already caused. If you are one of the fortunate few to have escaped the ice problems, but are considering some home improvement projects like perhaps remodeling your kitchen or turning that unused area into a man cave, call Tim at 490-4027. He will come out personally to talk to you about your project. That's Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling, 490-4027. That's 490-4027. Welcome back to the program. Thanks to the nose guys. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I look forward to St. Patrick's Day. My wife always makes this tremendous corned beef meal. She really, I, I'm already thinking about it. It's days away, and I'm already <laughs> thinking about it. What you guys, you guys got any St. Patrick's Day traditions in your home? No, I'm the same as you. Just go get some corned beef and cabbage. And no, I don't, I don't, I don't go. Oh, she makes I, it. No, woman, I go. I my go woman makes me the dinner. <laughs> I don't know how you roll in your house, <laughs> but I don't go out. You go out all the time. I say, Except woman. for St. Patrick's. I can say all this. She's not listening to the program. <laughs> I wear my Irish hat. Remember, remember last summer you had that Irish guy, that missionary? That, yeah, Irish Billy. Irish, He's doing well. Is he? Yeah. We needed him for this show. <laughs> yeah. It could have been Irish Billy and those guys for, for this week. Is yeah. that the episode I wasn't there? You were there. Oh, it was a great. I, when you weren't <laughs> there. I love those times when Darren's not there. <laughs> I texted you guys earlier this week that we should have Irish Billy on, but clearly everyone pays attention to me. Oh, well, I think it's like 2 o'clock in the morning there, too, right now. So Sometimes I get lost when you guys are texting because it's like one after the another. <laughs> and Darren's the king of, let me put three words in this text, three <laughs> words in the next one. I mostly do that to annoy Shane because he said something about it like three months ago. So no, I just keep doing you it. You have done pretty that for sure, years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it annoys everybody because <laughs> the phone's just blowing up. Now I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, that's... We know. Yeah, <laughs> we know. So the NFL's having a veteran combine on March 22nd for veterans. I like this. I, I think it's a pretty cool idea. You know, give these guys a second chance. Now, Tim Tebow has no love. He's not invited. Michael Sam, however, is invited. How is he a veteran? A vet- yeah, veteran. Well, I mean, veterans in a sense, I guess. I mean, he's not a rookie. He's not a... You know, so it's it's... A second chance for other players. I mean, I realize he hasn't played 22 years in the NFL, and now he's getting an invite to the Combine. But He hasn't played one year in the NFL. <laughs> Is Terrell Owens invited to this? He was not on the list. Mike Golick, the son of 
uh, the announcer. He's on the list. He's going to be there. Hmm. Um, I scanned the list. Not a lot of Ryan White, cornerback at Auburn. He's on the list. Um, Vince Young was not, I saw. Vince Young was not. Um, just scanning down the list. Uh, not a lot of names I recognize, but Marcus I do Russell. like the idea of second second chances. I, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. What was the criteria that they used to invite and not invite? You got to be able to sit up and breathe at the same time. <laughs> okay, Fred Richardson might be there soon. <laughs> oh yeah, he was like a, man. It's been a crazy time in the NFL. Yeah. I I mean, people. I, Zach has said it well. Either they're on drugs or they've lost their minds. I don't know what. What are the Saints doing? I apparently they're offering to trade everybody. Yeah, like if you're know. Drew Brees, now I understand you got this huge salary cap hit, so you're part of the issue. But your guy just went up to Seattle, Jimmy Graham. He's gone. How uh, good did that make Seattle? By the way, well, that's, like, that's very ridiculous. good for Seattle. But I mean, poor New Orleans. How and what happened there anyway? You know, wasn't that a great story, Jimmy Graham? Oh man, we got this guy. And then the whole tight end wide receiver debate, and then the franchise tag, and now he's a Seattle. I wonder if that tight end wide receiver debate just broke the relationship between Jimmy Graham and the Saints to to the point where they couldn't fix it. Well, that's basically what I just said. (laughs) Well, welcome to the program, Darren. (laughs) You're listening to Benson and those guys. They they do have a lot of very good young receivers. Kenny Stills, Brandon Cooks. They still have, I guess Marcus Colston will be the red zone guy now, but I, I don't. I heard somebody saying that Jimmy Graham was soft. Now, I'm watching the games and I'm thinking this guy catches everything in the end zone. That's he scores time. a ton of touchdowns. Yeah, that's I, soft. That's fine with me. Yeah, I don't care. You know, all right. I think the reporter was saying if you get some hands in his chest, he, you know, you can, you can slow him down, but you see him catching those touchdowns. I, I think I'll take take the touchdowns. Doesn't everybody try that on every pass that he catches? Like, I, yeah, I don't I, understand that. I like what the the Giants. I, I like Shane Vereen there. They've already. Mm-hmm. I really like the way the Giants played the second half of this year. Their offense was really coming together with Odell Beckham. Uh, you're going to get Victor Cruz back. He, Jennings in the backfield. I think Vereen is a really Nice. If they can get some linemen that can keep pressure off of Eli Manning, I like where the Giants are going. I don't think they've done enough yet to keep up with the Eagles. I I think you wait three hours and the Eagles have traded six more people and made all <laughs> kinds of them. I mean, do you like what they've done? I kind of do. I do too. I I think that they're uh, you know at first I was questioning it with a, getting rid of Lashawn McCoy and not seemingly getting a lot left. A lot in return. However, that has freed up a lot of cap space for them to go out and sign, you know, more people, have them, it gives them flexibility that they have. I, I think that they're going to be the team to beat there. And, and they've taken some heat about the quarterback. I kind of like what they've done. I, I mean, shipping out Nick Foles, a, a lot of people have said, well, you're getting a quarterback that's not quite as good. I don't know that that's true. Sam Bradford is a very good quarterback. Well, Sam Sam Bradford is a better quarterback than Nick Foles is. When he's on the field. It's, yeah, it's just a matter of he's he's perpetually broken. You know, he's never on the field, and but he's owed a lot of money. Nick Foles is replaceable, too. I mean, he there's he it's a dime a dozen for Nick Foles-type quarterback. 14-4 and four as a starter. Nick Foles. Sam, Sam Bradford ro- was in that spread at Oklahoma. I, I think with Chip Kelly's offense, that's a really nice fit. And I don't, you know that part that you can't keep him on the field? I mean, the guy got hurt a couple of times. Is that, are you going to count on being rolled up on and every year that's going to happen? I mean, I don't think it's, 
Would you say perpetually? Yeah. Yeah, he's been hurt a lot, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is he doesn't have a recurring ailment, something that has been diagnosed and you know it's a weaker part of the body and it's going to happen. He got hurt during play. It's going to happen. Guys get hurt. I don't think it's his physical weakness. He just simply got hurt. He's had a string of bad luck, I guess. It happens. And that that line in St. Louis was not very good when he came into the league, and Philly does have a very good offensive line. So he may take a lot fewer shots in Philly than he did in St. Louis. And then you got the New York Jets. Darrell Rivas, Antonio Cromartie, and even Fitzpatrick, all back in New York. Rifle. Have you ever, Fitzpatrick wasn't uh, a Jet prior to this, but were the Jets trying to have a reunion there? Just bringing all these guys back. Come on in. It's like it's 2011 again. They're putting their the band back together. They're bringing in half the Bill squad from that year. It's, it's like when those guys left. It's like you get rid of Rex, and we'd be glad to come back. And now that now that Rex is gone, they're all coming back in. And but. there was talk that Darrell Rivas was going to follow Rex here, which I would have been really excited to see. But I guess that was never a consideration for him. You know, the NFL has that thing, the Players Association, where uh, the negotiated into the contract, they have to spend money. And that's where the Jets were sitting. They had to spend money. So they have been spending a ton of money, and here they got these guys back. And, and Darrell Rivas, listen, the Patriots don't play that game. They're, no. there's, they're not going to negotiate with you. you. You ever wonder, like Tom Brady might be the only exception to the rule. And I, I even wonder if he will, if they let, let Vince Wolfert go. I mean, at some point, Tom Brady, you're gone. I think Tom Brady's dad said something, I think during the playoffs, he said it's going to end ugly for Tom in New England because of the way that they do that. Well, right. And there you got, you got Darrell Ravis and, and sorry, we're not going to negotiate. You want to go? Go. And he did and he got paid. And I'm not so sure, you know, he says, well, I followed my heart back to New York and I'm home again. And I'm, well, the cat's from Pittsburgh, you yeah. know, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, the whole I'm home again and I followed my heart back to New York. His heart maybe is, maybe yeah. you did. His heart is green and wrinkled and has Benjamin Franklin on but it. But can that's okay, right? I mean, it's if perfectly you're, if, fine. Yeah, if, wrong with if that. you're that guy. Now, there's other guys that will restructure their contract because they want to stay there. That's fine too. I can't tell you which way is right. If if you want to get paid, go get paid. The career in the NFL is short, so yeah. get paid. He got his championship and now he's getting paid. But at some point, though. One of these AFC East teams is going to catch the Patriots. Look what the Bills are doing this offseason. The Dolphins just bought in, brought in Dominican Sue. The Jets are bringing in people. They got Brandon Marshall. They have no one to throw to him, but they got Brandon Marshall. All these other teams are doing stuff, and the Patriots are like, nah, what we've done forever is, is still working. At but some the point, Patriots, they're going to get caught, though. Yeah, at some point. I'm not sure it's now. The Patriots were head and shoulders better than the rest of that division. It's true. They're, they're not as good this morning as they were a week ago. But I think they're still better than every other team in that division. Well, I think, Although the other teams are catching up, I will say that. I think if there's going to be a year, it might be this one. And you look at the Bills are loading up on weapons. The Jets added Brandon Marshall. I mean, they got a quarterback with a noodle arm to throw him the football. But the Patriots also lost Brandon Brown. That's both of their starting corners. I mean, their secondary was so good this last year. And now you're looking at that kid, Malcolm Butler, that everyone loves, the Super Bowl hero. He may be starting. Because they got no other corners on the roster that are and, and, worth anything. But here it is, you know, we're talking about the division, how things. It's March 14th. 
you know, we got a long ways to go yet, and there are other moves that are still. We haven't even gotten to the draft yet, so we're talking a little early, but it is kind of exciting. I haven't seen, I said this about the NBA, I said this about the NHL, and now I'm going to say it about the NFL. I have not seen free agent periods like this, trading just, people are trading. This is nuts. And I think it's a result of the high contracts. You know, you're seeing guys that retire a little early because they've got their guaranteed money. When you see these players retire a little bit earlier, that leaves the club with a hole perhaps they had not anticipated or a hole in their lineup earlier than they anticipated. The higher salaries mean teams are constantly working around a salary cap. It just leads to increased activity, which is kind of exciting. It's exciting here in Western New York to see all the moves the Bills have made, and it certainly keeps the NFL in the headlines. Yeah, I really like what Indianapolis did. Two, I think that they're, I don't want to say they're flying under the radar with moved their moves. Moved out of Baltimore? Yeah, moved, <laughs> moved out of Baltimore. And, um, but really, I mean, they have a premium target for Andrew Luck to throw to now and a great running back to hand the ball off to. I, I just think that they're going to be a team to watch this coming season. On another note, really disappointed in what the Steelers are doing. They are committed to getting younger, but they are certainly not getting better with the lack of moves that they're having. But well, you have to be happy with what the Ravens did. They traded Haloti Nada out of the division. Ben Roethlisberger probably threw the biggest party ever once he heard that news. <laughs> and I heard that Forsett got paid, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad to back, hear that. Yeah, good guy, yeah. um, believer in Christ, glad to hear he got paid. He deserved it after the year he had. Coming up later in the program, we're going to hear how Darren came to Christ. He's going to share his testimony. But right after the break, we're going to talk with Chicago Cubs outfielder Chris Coughlin. You're listening to Benson and those guys. Brought to you by Town & Country Test Solutions. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Nathan R. Wegman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Nathan can break down retirement, planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. The show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions, townandcountrysolutions.com. Joining us right now on the BTG studio line is Chicago Cubs outfielder Chris Coughlin. Chris, welcome to the program. So glad you could join us. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate you having me. It seems somewhat strange to say this out loud, but expectations are high for the Cubs this season. Does that add any pressure for you, and do you sense it in the clubhouse? Um, I think expectations to have success and success being defined by wins and losses is, is a good thing. 
because that means that you're playing for the right thing and other people are recognizing that you're a dangerous team to compete against. So I think for us, the difference is, is huge this year compared to last year in that department. And I think it's something that we're trying to relish and feed off of um, because we do need to change the culture as the Cubs speaking uh, to being more about winning and establishing what it means to win as a team. Now, earlier this year, Anthony Rizzo, he predicted the playoffs, and of course, the movie Back to the Future 2 portrays the Cubs winning the World Series in 2015. Have you guys been having any fun with any of that? <laughs> as far as Rizzo, excuse me, um, you know, Riz, Riz, I think that's just Rizzo's way of being outspoken and kind of trying to set the tone as a team that him being an all-star and um, a great player, trying to just set the tone that that's what he's expecting, wanting the team to expect that. Um, you know, that isn't necessarily my style because there's a lot of things you can't control, but I do appreciate that that's what his mindset is, and that's what my mindset is our entire team is to win the division to get to the playoffs and win the World Series. You have a one-year deal with the Cubs, who, of course, this offseason brought in manager Joe Madden. They brought in pitcher John Lester. They have a young nucleus of talent. The organization seems focused on improving the ball club and becoming contenders in the National League. Has that had any effect on you wanting to remain in Chicago? Um, yeah, I mean, I I loved my experience in Chicago last year when I signed with them as a free agent. You know, I, I love the city. My wife loves the city. There's very few teams that you can play for and feel different when you put on the uniform. Um, and the Cubs are one of those. And, uh, I was grateful and glad to see when they got um, Joe first starting it off. But John, I think that kind of set the tone. It was like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna instead of hoping to win, we're gonna try to establish we're expecting to win. Because um, you don't get those guys without pushing the envelope and paying that kind of salary. That means that a lot of talents at the uh, major league club. I apologize to our listeners for the connection. Last season, the Cubs finished 17 games behind in the National League Central Division, a division that produced two playoff teams. It's certainly a very competitive division. What has to go right for the Cubs to reach the front of the pack in the NL Central? I think a lot of things do. Um, I think that can be said for any of the teams in our division because you can analyze it. I mean, the Reds were in the playoffs just a couple of years ago. They didn't have Votto last year. They had a lot of guys that had down years or hurt. And then you talk about Milwaukee, who was all the way in the playoffs until that last month. And then the Pirates and Cardinals, who've been in the playoffs the last couple of years. And then us. It's a very tough division. I think a lot of things for us have to go right. And the number one thing, just like for all teams, is health. That's the most important thing so that your talent can play. And, you know, you're going to have guys that are going to have to contribute um, at young ages, and then other guys just have to put up the years that they normally put up. So I think that there's quite a few things that still have to go right, and we anticipate all of those. We're talking with Chris Coglin of the Chicago Cubs. As a teenager, Chris, you tragically lost your dad in a car accident, and you channeled that pain and loss by focusing on baseball. Since then, you've become a Christian. You've won the NL Rookie of the Year Award. Would you have done anything differently if you knew then what you know now? Oh, man. That's, that's a tough question because, I mean, I mean, now being saved, yeah, there's a lot of choices I would have made differently. Um, you know, but I think the, the important thing, instead of kind of looking back on what I would change since I can't change anything, 
it's just more, I try to have more of a mindset of embracing what had happened, um, really looking back and, and just uh, marveling at what God was orchestrating uh, through even some dark times in my life. I know you talk at times with guys like Randy Holland and Don Gordon, both good friends of ours as well. As a young man in a job that has has you away from home and so often and away from your wife so often, how important is it to have guys like that to talk with about faith, guys who've experienced many of those same things? I know they like to call it disciple-making. Yeah, um, it is just that. I'm grateful for those relationships. They don't come around often in lifetimes. And, uh, you know, to have two older men that are walking with the Lord and just that godly counsel is pivotal. I mean, that's what the Bible says, um, that it's important to have that good counsel. And, you know, as Proverbs says, that company cooks good morals. You know, those guys have, have saved me a lot of blood that I could have shed mm-hmm. without their wisdom or advice that I would have definitely messed up. So I'm very grateful for those two men, uh, more than really words can describe. When we were in the Dominican Republic on a missions trip a few years ago with Score International, you shared about your first day in Major League Training Camp and how you had met a believer who not only shared Christ with you, but showed it in how we live. Would you share that salvation experience with our listeners? Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in spring training there, um, you know, I had been partying and stuff like that and uh, made some bad choices and it uh, affected my play on the field. And it's important to know that at that time, baseball wasn't my God. So when that was disrupted because of choices I made off the field, it really humbled me because baseball was the most important thing in my life. And there was a guy who was reading a Bible named Darren Roberts. He's now uh, out of baseball, just finished seminary, and solid man. He, uh, you know, he asked me if I was a man of faith. I said, I don't really know what that means. What do you mean by that? He asked if I was looking. Lord, I said, well, no, I mean, I believe in God, but I wouldn't say I'm living right. And then he kind of wanted to talk. I was like, oh, no, I'm good right now. And then there was just at the time, uh, um, you know, he served me later that day, actually, in a way that I just was dumbfounded because I would never serve somebody like that. And I was like, man, there's something different about this guy. You know, I would never do that for somebody. Why did he do that for me? And it really opened an avenue for um, him to share the gospel. And we later went to dinner. Um, a couple of nights later, all because of I just felt different about him since he would do such a kind act. I wanted to know different about him, and um, so we go eat, and uh, then we ended up going to Starbucks. I didn't even drink coffee at that time in my life, but I went. And after a couple hours, he walked me through the gospel, and um, I remember him sharing Ephesians two eight. This is for by grace you've been saved through faith. And that not of yourself, but a gift from God so that no man can boast. And that really, uh, opened my eyes because it just was so anti what I ever thought. You know, everything in this world preaches that you have to earn your way. You know, you gotta go to college. You gotta earn your way by getting good grades. You know, you gotta, in order to make it to the big leagues, you gotta earn your way there by working hard and beating everybody. And so to understand that the gospel is this free gift that, that God had given to us when he put his son on the cross for us, and that it was only by grace that we do have faith, and not by me earning my salvation. I was just completely, you know, floored and humbled at that. And the other one was Romans ten nine that if you confess through your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised 
him from the dead, you'll be saved. And again, that just spoke to the simplicity and the fact that, again, I just, I had to believe in my heart that God is who he said he was and uh, what he did on the cross for us and me. And I just was like, man, this is unbelievable. Um, I really want to have a relationship with Jesus. So we prayed that night in Starbucks. I received Christ in St. Patty's Day. And I'd already planned that night to go out and go drink green beer at the bar somewhere. And I remember him, and I told him that night, too. I remember him asking after that. He was like, hey, uh, I remember, you know, you were saying you wanted to go to a bar. You know, are you still kind of wanting to do that? And I was like, you know, actually, man, I just want to go home and just really read about this Jesus cat and just get to know him and understand him. And so, I mean, ever since then, praise God, just that desire to want to know him more intimately. Now, praise the Lord. As we're talking, it occurs to me, I have a picture of the two of us here in the studio from when we were in the Dominican, and I wonder, do you keep that same picture in your workplace? Oh, man, I don't have that. I'm uh, interested to see it. But, no, I remember that was a great trip. Hey, Chris, how can we pray for you? Um, You know what? Uh, my wife and I are in the process of adoption, so uh, that is a huge thing in our life and what uh, God is leading us towards. So if you could just... Uh, Pray for birth mom and whoever that child is that God has chosen for us, that you protect them and watch over them, that he would be in the meantime equipping us to be godly parents that could raise a godly child. Well, of course, it'll be our honor to pray for you. I wish you well with all that. I wish you well with the season ahead. And maybe we'll get a chance to talk to you in late October when the Cubs make the World Series. Chris, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, no problem, Rick. Thanks for having me. Praise God that you're doing this. Cubs outfielder Chris Coughlin joining us on the BTG studio line. Yeah, I actually, that's pretty cool that they're going to adopt. Like that, that's not something that uh, people talk about very often, and uh, yeah, that, I think that's amazing. I was adopted, so I could be biased, but I mean, I was given two very loving parents who adopted. I, me. I was not adopted, and I think it's awesome. I yeah, think, I think it's terrific. He's going to give some some kid a real loving, caring home. That, yeah. That's great. Well, he didn't tell you in that interview. I'm sure he was trying to be brief and. We talked about um, that guy, Darren Rogers. I, I think he said the name served him in a, in a very unique way. It impacted Coglin. What what had happened was he had been partying, like he said, the night before. He shows up on the field and he's got I don't know if he had his shower shoes, his street shoes, or whatever he had on, but he didn't have his cleats. And the clubhouse was way on the other side of the facility, and he wasn't sure. He's like, "Is the coach going to send me back? What, what what's going on here?" Um, the the believer volunteered. He says, I, "I'll go back and get him." And he ran all the way back to the clubhouse and got Coglin's cleats for him. And that impacted Chris. And it, it kind of well, the guy bought some credibility with Chris. It's like in our lives, we have such an opportunity just by serving people, by showing Christ, not only just talking about it, but how impactful it is when we can do it, be doers of the word. The Bible says. And when we can show that, in this instance here, and, and Chris got saved as a result, uh, probably a direct result of that young man saying, I'll go all the way back and get your cleats for you. And and that's, you know, that's just it. This seemingly small act was a great impression on him, which helped, like you said, to build the credibility. And Christ reminds us that he came to serve, that he, he came to be a servant to his people, to his children. Even the small things can have greater impact on 
people's lives than what we give them credit. We don't know how God is working in somebody's life. We didn't know, and I'm sure the guy who volunteered to um, go and get the cleats wasn't thinking, hey, I'm going to do this and, and Chris is going to get saved. He was doing it because that's what he's called to do. He's called to be a servant, and he was just doing it to be a nice person. And and for the believers that are listening, just remember that, that we are called to be servants, that we are to treat others, treat them better than ourselves, and to uh, do what we can to help meet the needs that people have. So it, it's a really neat yeah, story. That, that small act can open up a door that allows you to present the gospel as it did in in this situation, and Chris got saved as a result. I bet he likes coffee now, too. Who doesn't? Right. Me. Me. <laughs> They must not be saved. But. One day, when you guys reach puberty and grow up, in fact, I often say one's spirituality is directly measured by their coffee intake. You're listening to Benson and those guys. Coming up on the other side of the break, we're going to listen to Darren. He's got his unreasonable rant. He's also going to share his testimony how he came to Christ. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. G&T Youth Baseball is registering for its 2015 season. G&T has divisions to accommodate boys and girls ranging from ages 5 to 15 years. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning May 2nd and continuing through June 27th. Some age groups will have a weeknight practice time as well. All games are played at the beautiful G&T Sports Park in Hilton. The baseball programs offered through G&T Athletics teach baseball in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info. Hey, you know what else GNT has? Men's softball, and registration is open for that now, too. All the games are played on Monday nights. They're all at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton. Season scheduled to begin May 4th, conclude August 3rd. There'll be two practice nights, April 20th and 27th, so long as the weather holds out so you can get out there, run around a little bit. Registration is only $60 if you act now, but you got to act now because the discount rate is scheduled to end March 14th. After that, the price is going to jump. Registration ends completely April 12th or when the program is full. If you have a group of guys you want to play with, the registration form allows for that. Put all their names down. G&T will try their best to keep you guys together. Now, they will stop short of guaranteeing that because they want to keep a competitive balance in the league, but they're going to do their best. If you're just that lone wolf or maybe you and a buddy want to play, GNT will find a team for you. He'll get you on. There's a bunch of guys like that. Go to gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info and find yourself over to their softball page. GNT Softball. Registration open now. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. 
Happy St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to Benson and those guys. You guys see, uh, everybody's seen the Daniel Norris bit with, with the Volkswagen van. He's living out of his van. He's yeah. there at spring training. And he's making millions of dollars, but yet he's living out of this van. Well, apparently, having some fun, pitcher R.A. Dickey stole the van <laughs> and drove it around the infield for a little while, having a good time with it. Uh, not for nothing. Get your van off the infield, bro. <laughs> you should have taken it down by the river. Well, it, it's it's made a lot of news, the, the coverage of it. I think every news outlet has picked it up, and it's kind of a, this this is a different cat, you know, there's no doubt about it. And the Yankees are worried about soccer teams playing on their field, right? <laughs> yeah, and this guy's, well, this is the spring training field down in in, in Florida. Yeah, but, some A-ball team plays there, no one cares. Yeah, rookie league, you know, but, um, yeah, he's driving it around the, the infield, and you guys see Will Farrell making it, and I guess it's a charity thing, but made an appearance uh, this past week with a number of teams there in the Cactus League. And Who hasn't going from, seen it at this point? Yeah, so over-covered. Does that bother you when athletes do that? Or, well, I say, I say athletes do that, <laughs> when celebrities do that. You've had Garth Brooks do it. You've had Tom Selleck do Billy it. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal did it with the Yankees. and I, I don't think to this extent where you're going and making it a number of teams and doing, I mean, he's going from one dugout to the other. And, and he's playing all nine positions. The fact that he's doing it for charity makes it okay in my book. I mean, if he was just doing it just to do it, I'd say stop interfering with the games, you know, get out of here. But I, it's yeah. for charity. It's, I'm fine with it. I think yeah. the one, I, I just wish they'd stop putting it on every news feed and on every <laughs> channel. And I was happened to be walking by the television, um, and I saw the inning that he played center field for the Angels. And that's really all I saw of it. And I thought, you're robbing somebody of an inning. You know, maybe somebody that wants to make the team. I'm sure that inning isn't going to make the difference whether that kid makes the team or doesn't. But I don't know. I think it's a little corny. I, you're you're a movie star. You're a celebrity. Let somebody else play baseball. You mm-hmm. don't need to do that. We would. Every single one of us would take advantage of that opportunity if it was presented to us, though. Let's be honest. Well, it's really only a matter of time, right? I, I mean, this think is, so. <laughs> this is Rochester's number one faith-based sports program heard at this station at this time. So it's only a matter of time before we're invited to go participate, I'm, wouldn't you think? I'm not going to lie. I would love to see Benson play the outfield for a major league team. I've seen him play outfield in softball, and it's... It's epic. I would I would pay to see you play out the outfield for a major. Well, we would team. have to pay. Remember that like a few weeks ago, you had that eighty year old guy that was like charging the mound or whatever. <laughs> he was yeah. paying to go to the fantasy camp. Last few weeks, we've been having the guys share their testimony. Uh, Pastor Shane started us off last week. Zach shared his. I'm going to share mine next week, but uh, Darren's going to share his testimony and tell us how he came to Christ. Uh, I'm I'm a pastor's kid. I have two loving parents. Uh, they invested a ridiculous amount of time and energy raising me. Uh, I, I was saved at a young age. Um, my dad was always around, play catch with me, you know, coached my various baseball teams in, in my youth. And that, that should be the end of my story. But as I grew up, uh, I saw my dad less. His job as a pastor, that's a 24-7 gig. You know, funerals, weddings, teaching, counseling, you, you name it, he's involved. And when people had a problem, they, they went to my dad. Um, the problem with that was, it meant there were times my dad, he wasn't going to be home. And I, I couldn't figure out why these people were so broken. And, and a lot of times I thought they were too stupid that they had to rely on my dad instead of the Bible that, that they claimed to read. Um, then they would turn around 
and judge me and say things like, you're a pastor's kid, you can't do that. Whenever I stepped out of line, like like being a pastor's kid magically made me perfect. I, honestly, and I don't mean to offend, but all I saw in the church were hypocrites. Like I, I thought people were morons, that they couldn't fix their own problem, but they had the guts to judge me for my own mistakes. So, so I began to slide further and further away from God to the point that I, I really wanted nothing to do with the God that these pathetic people worshipped. You know, again, I don't mean to offend. That's just how I felt. I hated them and I hated church. So I get to college. That's a new beginning, man. I have no parents, no one that, that knows I'm a pastor's kid. It was, it was honestly, it was freeing. I felt great about it. Got to make my own name. Apparently I wanted to be a skirt chasing, heavy alcohol consuming, angry child. Like that's apparently what I wanted to be. And I did that for about three years. Uh, that's also where it began to turn around. Despite me always being on the lookout, you know, for my next party or my next score, there were good godly people my age. I didn't know there were good godly people that really loved Jesus my age. Again, I'm 19, 20, 21 years old. It was, it was nice. These people were always letting me know they loved me and they were praying for me. And one guy in particular, he would always say to me, no judge, just love, bro. Um, all that love and prayer, it really did. It finally broke through. Like I said, about three quarters of the way through my senior year. Jesus Christ became my God, not my parents' God, not those judgmental hypocrites God back home, not anyone's God but my own. I, I made that choice. No one else made that choice. Me. First John 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, God's going to forgive us of our sins and he'll cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's exactly what I did. Got down on my knees, I confessed of my sins, I let go of my anger, and I forgave the people that I hated for so long, and I realized there's hypocrites everywhere. The church, it's not an exception. No one's perfect but God. The church is an infirmary. It's for sick people, myself included. We all need Jesus. And some people, they just need a little more love. And that's what the pastors, like my father, and the elders in the church are for. That's what every Christian should be for. They need to love people. They need to be different, like Chris Coughlin said. I'm a tattooed, loudmouthed, opinionated, didn't save myself for marriage, miss partying at times, rough around the edges Christian. I struggle with sin every minute of every day, but I love Jesus Christ. I'm unashamed of that. And honestly, if you have any questions or just want to talk, you can reach me on Twitter at UnreasonableBTG or through our website, btgprogram.com. I mean this wholeheartedly. Jesus doesn't just love the buttoned-up Bible thumper. He loves everyone, and I'd be happy to tell you all about it. What you said in there, that God, as soon as you got to your darkest part, the, the lowest point in your life, God was there, you know, um, my father, which gave, gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. The Bible says, God didn't let you go. Nobody, not even yourself was going to remove you from God's hand. Thank you, Darren, for sharing. Perhaps there's somebody out there listening, even right now, who needs to make God their God, not the God of their parents, but their own personal Lord and Savior. Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Coming up after the break, we're going to have our Pest of the Week. Darren's going to give us his unreasonable rant. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys.
GNT Youth Baseball is registering for its 2015 season. GNT has divisions to accommodate boys and girls ranging from ages 5 to 15 years. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning May 2nd and continuing through June 27th. Some age groups will have a weeknight practice time as well. All games are played at the beautiful GNT Sports Park in Hilton. The baseball programs offered through GNT Athletics teach baseball in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info. Hey, you know what else GNT has? Men's softball. And registration is open for that now, too. All the games are played on Monday nights. They're all at the GNT Sports Park in Hilton. Season schedule will begin May 4th, conclude August 3rd. There'll be two practice nights, April 20th and 27th, so long as the weather holds out so you can get out there, run around a little bit. Registration is only $60 if you act now, but you got to act now because the discount rate is scheduled to end March 14th. After that, the price is going to jump. Registration ends completely April 12th or when the program is full. If you have a group of guys you want to play with, the registration form allows for that. Put all their names down. G&T will try their best to keep you guys together. Now, they will stop short of guaranteeing that because they want to keep a competitive balance in the league, but they're going to do their best. If you're just that lone wolf or maybe you and a buddy want to play, GNT will find a team for you. He'll get you on. There's a bunch of guys like that. Go to gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info and find yourself over to their softball page. GNT Softball. Registration open now. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. If you have a pest problem, they are who you need to call. I know it's still cold and snowy outside, but those warm days are right around the corner and those pesky critters are going to start coming out. Town & Country Pest Solutions has been in business for over 25 years and have a team of knowledgeable professionals that guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. The St. Patrick's edition of Benson and Those Guys. Our show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can visit them online, townandcountrysolutions.com. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program or see us at our website, btgprogram.com. Jimmy Butler is pretty much the new leader with Derrick Rose injured of the Chicago Bulls, wouldn't you say? You guys agree with that? So yeah. why would his teammates, he can play whatever he wants. Now, apparently, in an interview he did, he said he's been getting down with some Taylor Swift, getting down with some country music, and some of his teammates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they are. They're hating. They're hating. I guess some of his teammates are, hey, listen, this is Jimmy Butler, man. You guys can't see Benson right now, but he is rocking out to this Taylor Swift song. He wants to get down with some Taylor Swift. He gets to do that. He's the leader of that team. In fact, even if he wasn't, you want to get down with a little Taylor Swift. That, that's <laughs> all right in my book. But as Zach played for us, haters going to hate, hate, hate. Okay, so Jimmy Butler isn't really the leader of the Chicago Bulls, and this was more or less just a gratuitous excuse for us to work a Taylor Swift segment into the program and for Zach to play a bumper that he really wanted to play. <laughs> this is quality radio, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's turning off their radio right now. Yeah, all three people. <laughs> they just switched it off. Darren, why don't you give us your unreasonable rant? All right. You know what? I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Chip Kelly isn't crazy. He's a full-blown racist. How else do you explain getting rid of Deshaun Jackson or Jeremy Macklin 
Don't get me started on the Shady McCoy for Kiko Alonso deal. There's no other logical explanation for all these moves. And trading Nick Foles isn't fooling anyone. I will admit, though, 14-4 and four as a starter combined with the signing of DeMarco Murray. Almost fooled me, but then I remembered that Riley Cooper is like the only offensive player left from last year, and he's not that good. What could be the reason he's still there? Huh. Oh, I remember his love of the N-word. You guys have too much in common for him to go anywhere. I am so glad Stephen A. Smith is on the front lines fighting racial injustice in sports. Last time I checked, black athletes don't make the millions of dollars the white players do. And that needs to change. This is 2015, and the race card needs to be played more often. How else are these, how else are these racial tensions going to ease? I want to thank everybody who's been listening to our program. This will be the last time we're on the <laughs> air. Um, the I had views, a hard time getting through that. The views that you just heard are in no way <laughs> the opinion of the host or anybody on this show. Including right? me. You are a despicable human being and the only person who finds yourself humorous, even when you're making stuff up. Pest of the week time? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Something, anything. Please. My pest of the week is going to be the New York Yankees. Manager Joe Girardi has named Stephen Drew as a starting second baseman. Stephen Drew has only started 32 games at second base. He said, we signed Drew to be our second baseman. They have got some tremendous prospects, including Rob Refsnyder, who I really like the way he looks. But yet they're going with Stephen Drew. Stephen Drew, who last year hit 162. 162 with seven home runs and 26 RBIs between Boston and New York. For his career, he is a 256 lifetime hitter. That's your starting second baseman. Now, I knew you brought him in, but I wanted to see the young guys challenge him. We're six or seven games into the into the spring training, and you're announcing your starting second baseman? My pest of the week is definitely the New York Yankees. My pest of the week is NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, because as much as I dislike the guy, he actually made me agree with him this week. He said that he's not really considering getting rid of the shootout because most fans like it the way it is. I like it the way it is. You guys may feel differently about the shootout, but I like it. So, Gary Bettman, I'm mad because you made me agree with you. I, I I like the shootout. What what is what is the alternative? The three on three overtime? That's what I've heard bandied about. I don't really like that at all. There's gonna be way too much open ice. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a huge huge hockey fan, as we all know, and I like the shootout. So I, I like the, the shootout. I like the four on four. You know, I I get three on three. I think you're you're really parsing it down too much. But I think the shootout's pretty exciting. I think it's added a lot to the game. Best way to fix it. Only the goalies skating around with the puck shooting on each other. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I actually don't have a pest of the week this week. I am going to shamelessly wish my daughter Piper Lynn a happy fourth birthday. And uh, I just want, she's going to listen. I just want to tell her that I love her. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute, Darren. Happy birthday, Piper Lynn. Your dad is crying right now. Just to let you know. My pest of the week is the NFL for saying that they are going to investigate into leak reports about contracts and trades that were happening in the stupid three-day whatever period that is. The legal tampering window or whatever. Yeah, but you go on to Twitter, you go on to Facebook, you go on to ESPN, and the NFL is reporting that all of these trades are happening, all of these free agent moves are taking place when... 
in reality, they're breaking the rules, but the NFL is still going ahead and promoting it and taking advantage of these leaked reports. So my pest of the week is the NFL for pretending to be mad about this leaked reports that are happening. Before we wrap the show, and I use wrap specifically there, the Arizona Diamondbacks last year had an 18-inch bacon and cheese stuffed corn dog that they introduced. This is going to be a food segment, one of my favorites. <laughs> this year they're coming out with a churro dog, a warm cinnamon churro sitting inside a long john chocolate glazed donut, which is then topped with frozen yogurt, caramel, and chocolate sauces. It is estimated to have about 1,117 calories. Not to be outdone, the Wilmington, Delaware Blue Rocks have now introduced a new Krispy Kreme donut dog, a hot dog, bacon, and raspberry jam on a glazed donut bun. In other news, we'll be doing our show from there next week. The Krispy Kreme donut dog. Is anyone else? Am I the only one that doesn't think that sounds good? I want my hot dogs there's and my bacon, donuts there's separate. Bake, there's bacon on it. It's got to be good. It's <laughs> it got to be, be a stick good. of gum. If they put bacon on it, I'm there. What is your favorite ballpark food? A hot dog. When you go to the, if you go to the game, major league, minor league, doesn't matter. You go. What is your must-have food at the ballpark? A hot dog. All right. I, if we're talking Pittsburgh or Permanent Brothers sandwich. Hey, okay. Okay. My favorite ballpark food, every ballpark has a place that does like chicken tenders and fries and like ranch sauce. I'm a sucker for those. I get them every time. I love them. I think I'm with Darren. I like the hot dog, but growing up down in the Catskills, I like the Sabret hot dog, the thin one. It's on a small roll. It's got the onion sauce. You've done the hot dog well if you're dripping onion sauce down all down the front of you, <laughs> you know, saving it a little bit for later on. I, I remember one time my family and I went to a Pirates game and we got a bucket of Quaker Steak and Lube Arizona Ranch chicken wings. Oh, yes. <laughs> Terrible idea to eat those <laughs> in the summertime. Sauce was everywhere. It was such a bad idea. Have, you really have to think those things through. It's like driving in car. <laughs> you know what you're going to get in a drive through because there's only so many things you can eat and drive at the same time without dropping it everywhere. Yeah. You know. Have any of you had the, uh, the the specialty mac and cheese at Frontier Field? That's pretty good. That, that's Isn't amazing. That? I get the, like the buffalo chicken one all the time. It's delicious. I just can't get excited about mac and cheese. It comes in a box for 39 cents. No, this is, this, is, four days. this is above that, man. This is good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can catch Benson and those guys online, btgprogram.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at btgprogram. You've been listening to Benson and those guys. Brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. God save Ireland, said the heroes. God save Ireland, said they all. Whether undiscovered high or the battlefield, we die. Oh, what matter when for Ireland, here we are. Darren here, the unreasonable one. I try to have fun in the air with Benton and those guys, but I want you to know I'm serious about its message. I really do want people to hear the message of Jesus Christ, and I love that we can use sports to help share that message. You know that I love sports, but I hope you also know how important the gospel of Jesus Christ is. I hope you enjoy the program. We've set out to bring you a different kind of sports talk show. We want to be entertaining, but we also have a message to share, and that's the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that God is glorified through the show's mixing of sports, humor, and faith. Our goal is that the program appeals to everyone, not just faith-based audiences. After all, it's not a faith program with sports, it's a sports program with faith. But the costs are considerable. Advertisers are certainly a helpful blessing, but we need help in order to continue doing what we are doing. Perhaps you can consider giving a financial gift. You can go to our website, btgprogram.com, 
and make a one-time donation or even become a recurring supporter. On behalf of those guys, I want you to know we covet your prayers and appreciate your support. Thanks again for listening to Benson and those guys.